What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Listen all you New Yorkers. You Taxi. Okay, man, we're looking around. This is the 77 WABC minicast. Professor of law for 60 years. Nothing happened in this country without somebody consulting him. Uh, Alan, how are you doing? I'm doing great, but I want to hear from Judge Weinberg what the essence of the decision is because I haven't had a chance to read it. Alan, they granted a preliminary injunction. The judge said there was no previous judicial determination, adjudication, that there's a so-called right to shelter in New York City, nor there's such a right obtain under the state constitution. So there is no right to shelter in New York and there's no constitutional right to shelter. So all these people coming in by the hundreds of thousands into New York do not have a right to shelter. This is a great, this is a great decision. It will protect the city. Why the city wants to appeal this when this gives them all the legal and political cover to stop this mass migration and the right to shelters. I have no idea. And, and Rudy Washington, no, you have a comment. I just, Rudy Washington. I just wanted to say to, say to the judge that it is site specific. Exactly um, right. You know, it wasn't a. It's not a for blanket. the whole. Right. It's, it's for one facility. But the point is, it's presidential until it's overturned by a uh, an appellate court. And, and this and is the highest trial court also, in the state. Can it also be overturned by the city council or the state legislature? Can't they establish? That right, it's not now. The court says it hasn't been established by law. That's a good, Alan. That's legislative right. Okay, that's exactly the, uh, they can argue under the state constitution as a right to shelter, but nobody's ever said that. The city council can say that. And, of course, that, of course, would be the subject of... uh, of litigation, Alan. And, and right. also, I just want to explain to Professor Dershowitz that within, you know, like an hour or so, all of a sudden now they've already signaled uh, that they will appeal this, that the city will they appeal the this. Yes. Appeal. They filed the notice of appeal. So well, what do you make of all this, Professor Dershowitz? This is huge news. This gave, and I agree with the judge. As soon as I heard this, I thought the mayor, this does give him political cover to say. And legal cover. Yes, and legal cover. It could have been precedent setting, but now he's appealing. Well, he doesn't want that legal cover. He obviously wants to have the ability to shelter uh, migrants, even though he realizes it creates a problem. There are problems on both sides. There's a humanitarian problem, and there's a problem of displacing people, and this should be decided by legislatures. That's what the people are supposed to decide. If there's no absolute right under the Constitution, normally there can be legislation which creates a right under the circumstances there can also be i don't know if the judge deals with this there can also be emergency uh administrative ruling saying the the uh, uh crisis with uh, people coming into the city constitutes an emergency and gives the executive the right to make decisions pending legislation so it's very much a work in progress we don't know what the answer is going to be this is a temporary answer and under the circumstances and the facts, it sounds to me like it's probably We got correct. some weather? Yep. Breaking news, WABC. And also, Professor Dershowitz, we can't wait to get your take on this. Uh, New York Attorney General Letitia James uh, is basically getting a major win in her civil suit. This is against former President Trump. 
um, as it's saying that the judge has ruled that Donald Trump defrauded banks insurance company in the civil suit, like of the value of his businesses. That was the essence of his real estate empire. Uh, what's your reaction to this? No surprise. No surprise. In New York City, you're going to get elected officials, whether they be attorneys general or judges, uh, always coming down uh, against Trump because that's a popular decision. That's what the people want. Um, it's inconceivable to me that Donald Trump defrauded everybody about everything. So I'd have to read the decision, obviously. But uh, normally issues of that kind are decided by juries after a full trial. And Professor, yeah, but I'm just going to say something. And you'll go, if I put on my financial statement that uh, I think my building's worth a billion dollars. The the banks are not going to lend based on that. They're that's gonna have, what I was going to say. They're going to have their own appraisal. And, and not only that, they got the top shelf. They got the biggest uh, accounting firms in the city. And 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 they have their own appraisers. Right. They don't need the state to protect them. Uh, you know, they they got the best. And Donald Trump fooled them all. Especially with big items like this, if you come in and you you know want a twenty five thousand dollar loan, it may not pay for them to do independent investigation, and they basically will take your word for it because it's not worth spending the money. But if you're trying to get a multi million dollar loan on a building, obviously they're not going to take your appraisal at face value. And by the way, Alan knows that appraisals are often overstated. That's why you have independent appraisals. Yeah, but Alan, the most interesting fact in this whole situation is that nobody lost a dime. Yeah. Nobody so wait, lost wait, a judge, dime. Right, the judge's so the name victim? is Judge Arthur uh, Angoran. Yeah, I know Arthur. How can he make a decision like that? Because he has a power of the pencil, like Obama said. You know, just write it. <laughs> oh, great. Great. Um, before we let you go, Professor Dershowitz, I got to get your take on Menendez um, because it's come out in the last few hours. Now, there's 18 Democratic senators that are calling for him to resign. Uh, obviously, a lot is politics. Yeah, I yeah. don't think he ought to resign. Yeah, I and, and I want to ask you, too. Let him answer. Let him yeah, answer. But I want to ask the let Iran question. I got to get to the okay. Iran question. But go ahead. You go first, okay. uh, Professor. He's presumed innocent. So far, the Justice Department has started this case off very poorly by having this photograph of the gold bars and the money in the pockets. They're trying to influence the potential jury pool. They're trying to influence potential witnesses. That's not the way the Justice Department is supposed to operate. They did the same thing with Trump when they staged that picture with all the classified material on the floor. That's not the way the Justice Department should operate. And an, an indictment is merely an accusation. We don't have to repeat Judge Wachtel's statement about a ham sandwich, but an indictment is a one-sided presentation. And I do not believe that if a person believes he's innocent, as Menendez said, he does believe he's innocent, he should not resign. He should uh, uh, stay in office and wait until there's a decision by the court. If he's convicted and the convictions affirm none appeal, okay. Remember, he was indicted previously for offenses similar to this, that he was doing favors for some optometrist in exchange for taking trips on his airplane or whatever. And the Justice Department ultimately dropped the case. So this so, is just the beginning of a so process. Professor Dershowitz, I got to get yeah. your question, your reaction, because I agree with you, too. I agree. On, and uh, it doesn't matter yeah. that he married one of the jurors. 
The last, that was the last case. Oh, okay. <laughs> he, he has to divorce this one and marry the next juror in this trial. That's All right. Well, well there you, know you go. That, you know, that happened in the William Kennedy Smith case. Yeah, and, and um, the Marv Albert uh, case, too. Remember that one? Yeah, yeah. yeah um, I tell you, lawyers are out there marrying jurors. It's... Uh, it's a, a, a good a good way, better than meeting them on the internet. So let me let me ask you about Iran because you know this Menendez was a thorn in Biden's side over the issue of Iran. Of uh, there's no yeah. question about it. And he was is, right, and and Biden was wrong. Is he? Is it possible that he's being kind of kicked out? Because what I found interesting when By they the raided Justice Department, yes. never indicted any other Democrat. And they well, raided his house. They raided his house a year ago. Over a year ago, they had the gold yeah. bars, all this stuff. Why were they sitting on it for a year? Well, they're just trying to show that they're even-handed, that they go after Democrats like they go after Republicans. But One Democrat. Right. One Democrat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't, I don't think it matters that he's a Democrat or Republican. He's somebody who's not popular with this administration. That makes him more similar to Trump than it does similar to somebody who's right in the in the uh, very popular part of the Democratic Party. So you can understand. I don't I don't think this was partisan motivated. I do think, however, that this was an attempt to try to show that the Justice Department is even handed. What the what they showed is they're equal handed in being unjust in going and putting these pictures out. You know, no juror will ever forget that picture, the picture of the gold bars and the money coming out of the pocket. That may never even be admissible. And you know what they're not telling anybody? Every jury will remember that. They're making gold bars in half ounce and one ounce increments. That could be a a gift at a wedding or something. Yeah, yeah. And now, uh, by the way, you had one more thing, uh, Professor, before we go to uh, that you were emotional about. Oh, yeah. And fortunately, uh, the Speaker of the House in Canada has been fired or has resigned because he absurdly honored a Nazi, a Ukrainian Nazi. Let me make one point that's going to shock your viewers. Of all the countries in the world, one of the worst during the Holocaust, nobody's going to believe this, was Canada. Canada was one of the worst countries really? in the world. First, yeah. it didn't let any Jews in. Somebody, a historian. How about Franklin Roosevelt? Well, no, Franklin Roosevelt let a scattering in. But Canada, a book was written called Even One is Too Many. Named after the head of the immigration service, they didn't want a single Jew. As soon as the war was over, thousands of Ukrainian Nazis got in. They were welcomed. They were made farmers in the Middle West. This guy was one of them. He ought to be immediately deported because he lied, obviously, on his immigration papers. He was a major Nazi who killed civilians and who killed Jews and who was part of a unit that was uh, dominated by the Nazi uh, soldiers. So the idea that he would be praised and Trudeau was in the audience and clapped and 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 uh, uh, the head of Ukraine was in the audience. By the way, I had a busy week last week. I met with Zelensky. I also met for three hours with Netanyahu. So uh, if you want me back sometime for a long Well, maybe uh, yeah, yeah, we want to have you back and yeah. want you to tell us those stories. Well, one second, yeah. Professor. Stay on for, for, for a minute or two. 